I was all angsty going to see Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Nonetheless, my review is here. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Press Club C Podcast. I'm Ray Keating. In this 112th episode, I'm going to offer, serve up my Disney Biz Journal review of Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. But first, a quick reminder on what the Press Club C actually is all about. Each letter stands for stuff we talk about. P is for politics. R is for religion, mainly Christianity. E is for economics, S is for sports, that second S is for stories, books, and writing my own books, other people's books, fiction, nonfiction, and so on. C is for culture, pop culture, and otherwise. L is for life, the big catch-all. U is for understanding, lessons, for example, in history and economics. B is for business and entrepreneurship. And that final C in Press Club C is for conservative. Why? Because I am one, and we have to be very clear these days. So I'm a Reagan, Kemp, Buckley, Coolidge, Lincoln, Madisonian kind of conservative. Now, let's get to my review of Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. But first, I remind you that um, in the previous episode, I offered my my new reviews, right, of the first four Indiana Jones films. So check that out, please. All right, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. What did I give it? I gave it I gave it 3.5 to 4 stars out of a possible 5. <laughs> okay, well, let's explore what Keating's doing here. Okay, well, before I get to the actual review, a brief personal confession is in order. The period running up to and the actual arrival of Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny gave me the most fan angst I've ever experienced for a movie. As far as characters and series and pop culture go, Indiana Jones tops the list, uh, along with Captain Kirk and Captain America, in providing me with entertainment and enjoyment since my teens. Make no mistake, this discomfort, which lasted through the movie, surprised me. After all, it's not like this was the release of one of my own books, but nonetheless, this was the case, and I'll come back to this later. But on to the actual review. So the phrase playing it safe can carry multiple meanings uh, when it comes to making or reviewing movies. For the most part, the phrase tends to bug me. And given how often I've seen this used in reference to Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, was there a memo I missed? I now find this group of words extremely annoying. That's especially the case given that they're being tossed around to criticize this enjoyable and entertaining final entry in the Indiana Jones film series. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny is a darn good indie movie. Is it as good as the previous four? Again, check out my reviews in a previous episode. Well, the answer to that is no. And there are various reasons for this. First and foremost, director James Mangold, who did a fine job with Dial of Destiny, doesn't measure up to Steven Spielberg as a director, but who does, given that Spielberg ranks as one of the all-time greats? Second, while there are welcome bits of humor throughout this latest film, they don't seem to be as frequent and memorable, as was the case with the previous movies, 
Again, there's a reason why I use the word seem here. As for what you might have heard, the opening of the movie taking place in World War II with a de-aged Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones overall works well. In story terms, it's a wonderful start to the movie. We get a flavor of what Indy was up to during the war. And the de-aged Harrison Ford ranges from looking absolutely amazing for much of the time to being a bit odd, to be generous, here and there. Also, many reviewers have claimed that the third act of the film just goes too far and is way too goofy. Understanding what occurred in the previous Indiana Jones films in terms of the final conflicts, Dial of Destiny definitely is the greatest stretch, but it still basically works. After all, Indiana Jones isn't just action-adventure, but also sci-fi fantasy. As for the ending, which also has been alluded to by reviewers, I'm not going to spoil anything, but for this story, and for Indiana Jones being at this point in his life, Mangold deserves credit for sticking with an ideal ending. I don't hesitate giving the film's conclusion a big thumbs up. Along the way, we get treated to some great indie action and globe-trotting, and Ford deserves enormous credit for stepping up once more as Indiana Jones at his, let us say, advanced age and doing it with heart and skill. The story has a certain tone that's different from the previous films, and Ford takes that a bit deeper. Regarding other assorted characters, I'll just touch on three. First, John Reese davies is back as Sala, and that's a treat. We get a couple of solid Sala moments. Second, Mads Mikkelsen excels as the evil Dr. Voller. That's not surprising, and the writers and director clearly let him have fun with the role. Third and most significant outside of Indiana Jones himself is Helena, played by Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who is Indiana Jones' goddaughter and starts the movie as a gray character. Her links to Indiana Jones are strong and long, but the depth of her love of cash and not much else, uh, runs deep as well. Dial of Destiny takes both Indiana Jones and Helena uh, on interesting character arcs. There's more to say about characters and story, but not without giving away too much. Whether out of ignorance or arrogance, or both not playing it safe with beloved characters and or franchises often has come to mean not being true to the character. It tends to indicate that audience expectations must be flouted in the worst possible ways in order to be creative. Think Ryan Johnson and what he did to Luke Skywalker in Star Wars The Last Jedi. In the end, though, such notions about a different type of, I'm sorry, such notions amount to a different type of uncreative formula. Again, see The Last Jedi. Thankfully, Mangold didn't succumb to the wrong-headed impulse or urgings to undermine Indiana Jones. Instead, he stayed true to the essence of the character and the films that came before. Mangold, Ford, and others involved in creating Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny deserve credit for resisting the siren call of many of today's movie makers and critics to undermine the audience. Instead, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny turned out to be an engaging, interesting, occasionally over-the-top, as is the case with all indie movies, fun adventure romp with some real heart that wound up not just meeting but exceeding 
this this angst ridden indie fans expectations. No, it's not Raiders of the Lost Ark or Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, but again, it's a darn good Indiana Jones movie. So, why am I giving this movie the odd rating of 3.5 to 4 stars out of a possible 5? Well, coming out of the theater, I was at 3.5 stars. But I know that when I rewatch Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, free from worry and angst, I'll enjoy it more in various ways, such as catching and appreciating more of the humor. And yes, my opinion of the movie will improve, most likely pushing it up to a solid four stars. Thanks for listening. Your feedback and suggestions are always welcome. Uh, please check out my various endeavors in, and books, including the Pastor Stephen Grant thrillers and mysteries. By the way, you can pre-order the latest, a new one, for better or for worse, a Pastor Stephen Grant short story. Pre-order the Kindle edition at Amazon.com. Uh, you can pre-order the signed paperback at RayKeatingOnline.com. And you can do the same for all 17, now 18, of my Pastor Stephen Grant thrillers and mysteries. Also, check out the first book of the new series, Cathedral, an Alliance of St. Michael novel. Uh, if you want to get organized and inspired, there's the Lutheran Planner, the To-Do List Solution. There's all sorts of other nonfiction books, including The Weekly Economist, 52 Quick Reads to Help You Think Like an Economist. Also, The Weekly Economist 2, 52 More Quick Reads to Help You Think Like an Economist. How about Free Trade Rocks? 10 points on international trade. Everyone should know. Please check them all out again at Amazon.com. Sign books at RayKeatingOnline.com. Thanks so much, and God bless.